I love this topic that I'm going to be talking about. I have a real passion for it. And it's a play on words. And yeah, it's a dad joke. We are talking about passion. That is exactly what I'm going to be talking about on this podcast. How do you have a passion? I'm going to jump right into a story here. And I want to tell you exactly what I'm talking about here before we really get into this. Yesterday, I was at my daughter's circus center. Now, my daughter is going to circus center. She's seven years old. She loves the silks. She loves the aerial. She loves all that fun stuff. We grew up in gymnastics, and she's obviously taken to the next level already. And so I'm sitting there in this, at this circus place down here in San Diego, California, and I'm watching the interaction with the new customers, with the existing customers that kind of know the drill, uh, the older students that have now become teachers, and I'm watching this whole company work out. Now, if you're a parent, what are the thoughts that are going through your head when you're sitting there waiting for your kid to go through, you know, to be done? Do you got your phone out? Are you on social media? Are you reading a book? Are you, you know, just sitting here watching around? What goes through your head when you're sitting there waiting for your kid to get done? Are you watching your kid intently and, you know, are you a helicopter mom? Did you, did you point your toes? Are you telling your kid every little second of there? Or are you kind of letting your kid flow and, you know, as you as an adult doing your own thing? I will tell you right now what happens in my brain. I am sitting there watching the lady at the front desk and going, why don't you have your logo behind the front desk so everybody knows where you're at? Why are there so many pieces of paper? It looks like a lost and found like at the police station behind you. No one can read that. It's 10 feet away. No one has equal vision. Why is it that everyone is going around this little tiny, you know, coyote trail around to get to the seats where they're at? Why are the seats facing each other and not facing the whole entire circuit center so we can see our kids? So now everybody in the circuit center is side sitting. You know, when you side sit with your spouse, it's definitely a female thing. No male ever thought this up where you sit there sideways the whole time and talk to him and go, oh, this is really nice. We're side sitting. Or you could just sit on the other side of the booth and have a straight conversation with them. That's how they have the circuit center set up. So we're sitting there staring at the other parents and we're all got our head turned to left trying to see our kid. I am nitpicking the living crap out of this company. I'm like, move this, build this little box up here. It'll cost you five grand. You have true stadium seating. Move this over here. That lady can sit there. She can handle two more guests. If the computer was facing her versus the side. I am criticizing and nitpicking the heck out of this company. Why? A, because I'm an asshole. Or B, maybe because I have a passion for business and for efficiencies. I go through and I learn and I nitpick companies all the time. I either going to nitpick them or I'm going to learn from them and go, that was a genius idea. I want to, you know, capture that idea and move it into my company. I have a passion for business. I have a passion to educate and I hate inefficiencies. I have to, you know, I'm going to go on a tangent here again for the, for the inefficiencies and the passion went up. I'm going to pause that for a second. I want to talk about this. Everybody goes, I need more time. I need more time. I need more time. And I agree. We could all use more time in the day to actually get things done. I totally agree to that. About four months ago, I went to a seminar and I had um, an instructor sit there and he goes, you know what? There is no such thing as more time. You have all the time to you. You have all the time available to you. There is no more time to give you. You have it all. You just don't prioritize it correctly. And that's why you ask for more time. Now, I got to admit, I agreed with him on some aspects and, you know, I had to think it through on other aspects. But then when I rewind back to what we're talking about in passion and efficiencies, I hate being efficient because I want to use my time correctly and I want to prioritize my time perfectly. So I'm not wasting any of the time that I do have. Yes, I do have all the time. Can I use it more efficiently? 100% I can. 
And so through that passion of business is what I love. I drool over it. I love it. When people say I want to go, you know, have me come out to a company and and, and make them more efficient and, and teach them new tricks of the trade, I'm on board. I'm pumped. I'm super excited. I look like a little five-year-old bouncing in an airplane chair just waiting to go. I dig it. I love it. So with that passion comes fun things. I go, well, why did you do this? And questions come. Why, why are you doing it this way? And they say X, Y, Z reason. I said, okay, why are you doing it that way? And I'm always learning. I'm always questioning. I'm always trying to figure out what is the next thing because I have a passion. Let's go to the other side of the coin. How many of you guys have a boss that doesn't have any passion left? How many of you guys go to work for somebody who you, you specifically, let's just talk about you, forget somebody else, just you, or, or maybe even your boss, has no passion anymore? Do you know how life-sucking that thought process is? Do you know how boring that is? That's brutal. You guys have to have a passion. You guys have to keep your passion alive. So let's talk about things that kill your passion. Killing your passion is getting overwhelmed and inundated with the day-to-day grind. You get inundated with the day-to-day grind and you can't see the forest or the trees, it's going to slowly sap your passion. That is, that is probably the number one thing that happens, in all honesty. Your emails keep flowing through. That's the you know, preferred choice of communication in the business world. It's just constantly going and going and going. And we all know when you get an email, you can't hear inflection in the voice. Like, hear me right now and go, did you get that email? You know I'm pissed. Hey, did you get that email? You know it's a fun email. You can tell by the inflection in my voice. You can in an email. So already you are losing some of your communication skills. And we are using that as our main focus of trans- or communication. And we are trying to get everything done as possible. So now it's just this day-to-day robotic grind of a monotone person going through the day. Is that going to kill your passion? It is for me. That would kill me. I'd, I'd be over that in a heartbeat. So you got to find ways to get your passion dialed in perfectly. And when I say dialed in perfectly, I really mean keep it up there as best as you can till the day's over with and then find a reward system to repl- uh, replenish your passion. So for the people that have lost their passion a little bit, I will say you're going to need a reward system. Now your reward system is going to be dependent upon how you view things and how you like things to get done. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about this and I'm going to, I'm going to, I went off track here and I'm going to actually just stop completely here. And I want to tell you guys one more story about this because I want to show you a different way of looking at the passion on this one. And I, this story is important to me. So I do want to sh- stop and share this with you. I went out with a friend nine years ago and it was my girlfriend's girlfriend's boyfriend so a little round route brothers cousins former uncle so anyway we we meet up and him and i met for the first time and we start talking we go to this restaurant and i didn't know he had restaurant experience at that moment at that time and we're talking and he goes he goes look at all this big gap in this area i said yeah i was looking at that too and he goes why don't they just put another table there and they can seat another two guests and they have a 45 minute line out there how much does a table cost four hundred dollars Well, he sparked my passion of business and being efficient. So, of course, I jumped all over this. I was pumped. I was like, yeah, they move this business, you know, they move this table here. This table can sit too. That fountain is really cool ambiance, but it's a half moon. It's a half moon fountain in the middle of the foyer. Why don't you move it off to the left? That can fit another table. That's two tables. I don't think you need another server for two tables. He goes, no, you don't. Not at all. 
And I said, maybe a second bartender, depending upon this is a drink-heavy place. And he goes, yeah, no, you can do a second bartender. And we start picking apart this business plan of this company for the next hour and a half. It was one of my more enjoyable dinners. I'm not going to lie. I loved it. We're like, yeah, uh, bartender, just have them come in for a short shift, four hours. Uh, we have another waiter here. They're, and then we started going deeper into digging apart this company. And what we were looking at was even the hostess didn't care. She was sitting there just going, yeah, whatever's this, whatever's that. Here's your table. Have a nice night. And you could tell she had no passion. Well, she infused the culture of the company into their guests every single time she sat them with no passion. So as soon as a guest sat down, they didn't really want to be there anymore. No one knew that intangible that was happening with the hostess of having it fun, be lively, get the people in the mood to enjoy an experience at the restaurant. And so him and I picked that apart and I was just sitting there going, that's what a passion's for, that you have a passion for this. This is fun. Now, I will tell you, admit that I actually offered him a job and he still works for me to this day. He's been with me for over nine years and I still love this man. He's on point and he has a great view of the world and how it works on because he has a passion for efficiencies. He has a passion for dialing it in. For you guys, when, you know, going back to what I was talking about of when your passion's dead, how do you revolve it? How do you fix it? How do you liven it up? My first question to you is just like Joe, he had an innate passion. He just, it was in his gut. It was his passion. He loved it. What's your innate passion? What are you excited about? I want, to, I want you to think about that way you're excited. Because if you're excited about it, it's never going to get up. It's never going to be hard to get up to go to work. You're never going to just go, oh, I got to do this. No, you're, you're going to be pumped to go to work. You're going to be excited because that passion's feeling you. I'll tell you another story about another guy. Good gentleman. I've known him for the better part of a decade. He runs multiple locations for his sign company. He's on the East Coast. Very smart businessman. He has a really good vision. He knows exactly how to weave his company through all the recessions and depressions and make sure everything's dialed in. He always comes out on top. He knows how to cover his costs and give good customer value. I had a conversation with him last week. He flat out asked me, point blankly, Aaron, do you still want to do what you're doing? I said, Yeah. He goes, no, seriously, get up every day, do it, go through the grind and come back. And I could just hear the monotoneness in his voice. I'm like, uh-oh, he's lost his passion. And I said, I, I do. You lost yours? He goes, I, I don't care anymore. I just don't care. I don't care if we lose a job. I don't care if we get a job. I don't care if it goes over budget, under budget. I, I don't care anymore. I just don't care. And I said, okay, you need to revamp your passion. You need to figure it out. I said, why did you get into this industry to begin with? Let's start there. Because I can't remember why. I said, well, do you, I'm not looking for answers here. I'm not looking to solve your problem here on the phone in the next 30 seconds. But I need you to ask yourself that question. Why did you get into this industry to begin with? Was it a relative? Was it a family member? Is they gave you a job and you just got comfortable and you just sat there? Did did the, did the industry that you're in give you a passion for your creativity? Is that why your passion you know, was there in the beginning? Why did you really have your passion right there in the front? And I wanted to ask him that. Why, why, why? And I just kept asking why. And you could tell he, I was more likely pissing him off on the phone because he didn't want to answer the why. He wanted to have a bitch session. He just wanted to sit there and complain and complain and complain. And I will tell you, people that have a really good passion, they don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear the complaining. We want to be able to push forward, learn, and grow. And so while he's trying to have his little bitch session, I was just there going, well, why did you have a passion? What did you need for the passion? 
And he finally just goes, ah, I got to go. And he hung up the phone. And I could tell he just wanted to stop hearing me because I wasn't going to give in to his little session. But I got to talk to him a week later. And I called him back. I said, hey, where's your head at? What's going on? And he goes, I don't, I don't have the passion anymore. I just don't. And I said, can you find it? He goes, I'm starting to look for it. That's a huge first step. That is a huge first step. You're starting to look for it. If you've lost your passion, that's not something you can go find on a street corner. You can't walk into 7-Eleven, buy passion, and a set, you know, pack of Starburst and walk out. You, that's not how this works. You have to find something that really energizes you and gets excited. And, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going to have a passion 24-7. It's never going to happen. You're, you're not perfect. But the fact that he said, I'm looking for it, I was so proud. It was awesome. I was proud. I, and I even told him, I said, dude, I'm proud of you. You're looking for it. That is, that is epic. That is cool. I love it. That is great. You are looking for your passion. Now, you can find passion all over the place. I will tell you some of the things that spark my interest and my passion. In fact, I'll even talk to you about this right here. I, this podcast studio was not the easiest thing to put together. This podcast studio took time. It took obviously a financial burden. And then you need the creativity to go with it. Type A personality here. Struggled. I'm not going to lie. Struggled in creativity and how to figure it out. And then I was able to meet with a team that does this for a living. That intro that you saw, they created that. They put that together. I loved it. I love the creativity. I love the charisma, the charisma of it. That fueled my passion. If they can make something that creative and that much fun, what can I do? How can I educate somebody and make it more fun and more educational versus monotone? I'm going to take that really cool thing that they did and I'm going to fuel my passion with it to continue to move on. You guys have to find your passion in a way to keep feeling it all the time. I get fueled with passion when I see a really good company. Do you guys ever go to a really nice steakhouse and you have a great experience? I will tell you and I will bet the number one thing you walk away from wasn't the food. It wasn't the taste of that food. Your number one thing was the service the atmosphere, perhaps the view, uh, the fun of dressing up and going out, any one of those emotional connection points that that nice steakhouse brought you is what's going to make you go back. Believe it or not, it's, it's probably not the food. But as you go there, you feel good about yourself. You feel confident. And maybe somewhere down deep, maybe some passion starting to stir. It's starting to stir. It's starting to become alive. The creativity juice is starting to go. And you're starting to go, oh, this is really neat. It'd be really cool. And then if you have a vision, you're going to take that passion and then put it towards the vision that you're working on right now. And with that passion, with a, with a clear path, that vision that you have, your vision's your path, your passion is your fuel to get through that vision. That's what it is. It's a one-two punch. I'm going to say it again. Your vision is the path. Your passion is the fuel to get through that path, to get down that path. You have to have a good passion. You have to be excited about it. You have to be willing to, you know, go through some of the muck because you know it's going to be so beautiful on the other side. I have a passion for companies. That's why I'm doing this, to educate. I will honestly tell you that for seven years, people asked, how can we, you know, learn more of what you're doing? How can we learn the methodology behind Aaron? What, why are you doing it this way? And I would tell onesies, twosies, or 10 to 20 room people, and I never had a chance to tell everybody on a large scale level. Don't ask me why a podcast never came into my mind. It never did. But here I am now, and I'm pumped to be here behind this microphone teaching you guys. Because if I can reach you that I normally wouldn't be able to reach before, and you can learn, dude, I'm pumped. That's my passion right there. I just I achieved it. I'm excited. I'm I'm giddy 
that I get to teach you guys about what's going to fuel you to move your company to the next level. How are you going to move that needle with your company? So for you guys, I want you to guys work on your passion. If you've lost it, you got to find it. If you got it, in fact, this is, this is my homework for you guys. I want you to get on YouTube. I want you to get in the comment section. Tell me how you feel your passion. How do you keep it going? I want to I feed off of you guys. I want to learn from you guys. I want to know what keeps your passion going. I've uh, given you some examples of mine, what I see, what I love, and I want to hear more about you guys. Find us on the social medias. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. And until then, I'll talk to you then. Oh.